This episode was recorded on December 31st, 2020. All right, everybody. Welcome to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Taylong. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. Yeah, so I was just like, I was just shocked by that. Um, and I, I'm surprised I wasn't more shocked, like, when I first read it. But, you know, I I was not as experienced um, when I first read it. But, yeah, it was just like, wow, just a bunch of e-bags. <laughs> <laughs> Now, one other thing I wanted to mention too that kind of like I feel like it really like kind of it's it's really interesting that it came out this year, but I feel like a lot of this series like secretly plays with it. Um, Grant Morrison came out this year as non-binary, and so I feel like a lot of his characters are actually like you know, I didn't know that. yeah, uh, very like experimentation you know mm-hmm. in uh character work with that kind of idea not that identity and and i like that it feels like you know they're all like kind of in the closet in that way because like you know you could really like take it to the extent where it's like rebus is obviously like two genders but then like robot man is like technically no gender like he identifies as male mm-hmm. so you know is male but um, he doesn't have, you know, necessarily male characteristics. Um, he has robot characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> she was reminded me of like of when I think it was during this issue where um, Crazy Jane goes up to Robot Man and uh, they're like they're having a conversation and uh, she was like, oh yeah, you know, our personalities, you know, we really like you. And then they're like, and so I said Black Anis, uh, Anise is yeah. how you say it. Yeah, gotcha. The black Anise, she was like, Black Anise says that you're the first man that she didn't want to castrate. So, <laughs> yeah, and he was all like, too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It, you know, it seems like it, it comes up for Cliff a lot that like he's like not a person in a human body anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I mean, Which like I guess it up too, a lot. Like in the first issue, he talks about it a lot. I I really do like the part mm-hmm. I think in the first issue where. Is it uh, Magnus, I think? Will Magnus uh, is like, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta stop destroying yourself. And he's like, I couldn't if I wanted to. And then, like, shows by, like, oh, yeah. just pounding his head in a wall and, like, breaking the wall, but not him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, like, also, I, I feel like also, you know, the, this this issue in particular too kind of like deals a lot with like and I I, I don't I, I'm kind of interested to hear everybody else's take on this theory because it feels like it it deals a lot with like sexual deviance and like gender deviance of the time because like you know even like the next scene after we leave Rebus is um the the young boy he's reading like a porn magazine basically and you know it's like 
so in one way, so this is where the priest comes in. Um, the the priest gave it to him, which is like you know, creepy oh. and weird and mm-hmm. bad, but like, yeah, the the idea of like you know the deviants like being bad and taboo and then like coming to life and you know the the boy is scared about that. Oh yeah, because so he tried he was trying to fight keep the door closed mm-hmm. in the cabinet and he was like all the magazines are coming alive. Yeah, I thought that they were on top of the bookshelf or the the dress or wardrobe, whatever it is. You know, that was a little confusing to me too. But mm-hmm. but in in principle, you know, it's like the idea that um, like yeah, there's just like a lot of like kind of um like seemingly taboo content, you know, and like it's it's being questioned. I was wondering what everybody else thought about that. Or if there was any thoughts. I didn't have any thoughts. No. I I mean, I didn't think it was... I thought it was like a few times. I didn't feel like it was a, that big of a theme, I guess. It, yeah, I guess I, I could see, see how that it's too. like he sees it as punishment, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think it repeats enough times for it to be that big of a theme. Yeah, that that's pretty fair. And like... And, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, I don't actually remember him saying he got it from the priest. I thought he was just going to confess to the priest that he had it. Like, he's not looking forward to Sunday when he has to confess. Hmm. So, yeah, I guess, let me see here. So, every hour, every minute, every second brings Sunday closer. The confessional will smell of damp raincoats and wet hair in the priest's aftershave. Father, it has been three weeks since my last confession, and it was Jamie Belshaw that gave me the dirty book. Okay. Actually, yeah, you're right. Okay, so the priest did not give it. Okay. Okay. The way that I read it, I thought that the priest, like, gave it to Jamie Belshaw, and then, like, Jamie Belshaw had to pass it off to him. Okay. That makes more sense. Good point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, that, that there's a lot less there to unpack than I thought there was. So, that, that makes sense. And, yeah, basically what happens with this boy, though, is that, like, you know, uh, the the doors to his wardrobe start, like, you know, shaking, and then they open, and he gets cut out of reality. So there's just, like, a kind of a white shadow mm-hmm. where he was. Yep. And then, so then we go back to the chief talking about Rebus. Um, and basically... That, that conversation ends with uh, Niles being like, hey, do you want to join the team? Yeah. Yeah, the pose that Rebus is in, I found, like, really interesting. Like, I was like, why? Like, I don't... I feel like it's trying to say something. Like, you know, like, they were just, like, sitting down, like, ready to talk to Niles, but then when they left the room, they were just saw, like, let me just, like, float with my arms <laughs> above my head, like, you know, not not quite naked, because they're covered in bandages, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was just kind of, like, interesting. I felt like that was supposed to mean something, but wasn't clear either. Gotcha. But also, maybe I'm just trying to, like, derive too much meaning from this book. <laughs> maybe. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. maybe it's just the artist showing off their anatomy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think no, it is kind of for the audience to be like, "Oh, anatomy," and like 
like and how their anatomy seems to be merged between the two. But like freaking Niles, um, just like Rebus, like wearing the clothes, and then like Niles leaves, and of course Niles has to like peek his head in again. While like <laughs> Rebus obviously seems to be like more comfortable, you know, without the bathrobe or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, it just felt like such a weird, like, not knocking and just being like, hey, do you want to join my group? <laughs> yeah. To, I mean, it, to me, it seems like he said, he, he said her name, or sorry, he said their name um, before, like, it wasn't like he was like, you know, like, he didn't speak before saying. I don't know, I, I agree with Shawenta. <laughs> I feel like he, he poked his head in, said Rebus, and then Rebus went, yes. <laughs> Which it's, I mean, like I mean, I don't think this actually minds, but I do think it feels very intrusive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would say there's something to that because, like, before, like, uh, like the merging, Larry either could not still be a part of Doom Patrol or did not want to be a part of Doom Patrol anymore, and thus <laughs> why he was in the hospital. And so, like, it's interesting that the chief goes in it's like oh now that larry's not in charge I, I can get somebody with his powers back on the team that's a good point i mean if the ne- he if he didn't have the negative spirit he couldn't really join doom patrol right like it's no real point yeah definitely but now that he's possessed again <laughs> <laughs> yeah huh. And then, yeah, I really thought that Will uh, Magnus was going to be gone by now. I was like, oh, you're still here. I thought <laughs> you said that you had a business to run or something. <laughs> um, he was just being cheeky. Yeah. But basically, yeah, he's he's visiting Cliff again, and he's basically all like, hey, you know, actually, I realized something. I could just build you a new, better body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, thanks. You could have thought of that years ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he ever has, but, you know, I guess he theoretically could. Yeah, it just seems so silly. Like, you know, Tony Stark is literally, like, making a new suit, like, every two issues in Marvel Comics, and, like, this guy's like, huh, it has been, like, a decade. Maybe I should, like, update you with the newest technology. We could do it. Yeah, and then we get that interaction with uh, Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually Driver 8. Or, in... Is it 8? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Driver B. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. It, I think it's 8 because it's supposed to be, like, infinity, but also, like, mm. you know, upsides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it also, like, it probably, like, symbolizes, like, a train track, too. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Driver 8 is saying, yeah, all our personalities are, you know, starting to, we really like you. And you're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, right as they're, they're having kind of a moment that somebody crashes out of, of the uh, third-story window mm-hmm. onto the ground. Yeah. I think that's higher than third-story. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I'm not an architect. What do I know? Well, yeah, actually... It's. I see three levels of the yeah. building in the panel, so I say third story, but yeah, I would agree with that. It's at least third yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this 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 character is named Ralph, and uh, he was seen in the first issue, but more like raving, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the scissorman there as well. 
And so he he fell out of the window and he's saying the scissor man. And he has his fingers open like a scissor. Yeah. Yeah, in the first issue, um, he talked about the scissor man floating in through the window and coming to him. And so he had like hurt himself or something with scissors, I think. And people, mm-hmm. of course, were like, oh, he's a patient here, so whatever. Just like, come back to Rome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, another started. instance where like, <laughs> another instance where like, it's like very obvious, like how just like, patently rude people are is like the the orderly is like the robot man even is just all like fine if you don't want my help i'm like that's not how you treat people when you're taking care of them (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) definitely um not a rare thing to see in media especially media of the time like i think of um what's the 12 monkeys with uh, bruce willis have some mean orderlies in that movie. Um, Unaware. Yeah, it's a, it's a sci-fi movie with time travel. <laughs> okay. And yeah, basically that Bruce Willis can't tell if he actually was from the future or if he's just crazy because he gets locked up in a mental institution. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you come from the future, you probably shouldn't like start bragging about it because people are going to think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, we cut to a guy that is riding on a, uh, train, and this was also kind of weird. It seemed like he was, like, very aware of what was going on, but also, like, not aware, but he, basically, the last, he gets past the last stop, uh, 23rd Street, and then it goes to, um, oof, Orquith? That's the best I could ever yeah. say that. Yep. That's, yeah, that's as, as good as you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, basically, um, everything is made out of bone, and the scissor men come into the train and get him. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to Robot Man. Yeah. And then... I just wanted to say, in this scene, how did he know something was wrong? He's sitting, writing at his desk, he, like, itches his head, which there's nothing to itch. <laughs> well, no, it looked like he was tuning. He was oh, like, is there something here. Like, oh, oh, oh. That kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, there's, like, the little, like, electrical thingies yeah. coming out. Like, cartoon Thunderbolts looking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> all, so, like, he's just sitting there, and then he wanders up the stairs. I'm like, that's strange um yeah and then so we have um is that baby doll i don't i don't know if that's baby um no i don't think it is i think she says who it is a little bit later but um basically it's one of jane's personalities he is covered in blood and like just like basically yeah repeating blood of the lamb blood of the lamb blood of the lamb um and like basically she's like i warned you they're coming and then the scissor men and then so they have their first confrontation with the scissor men mm-hmm. um uh, okay so this is the part where i was like let's what are they saying <laughs> so so they say uh thirdly be grimmer as fond brevities which is literally has no meaning <laughs> yes 
Eater with alders has no meaning, except for eater is a tree or a duck, and alders is a tree. <laughs> One of those. Yes. And erethism, safer. Now, erethism is uh, being overly fond of stimulation, especially of uh, something kind. Okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that kind of stimulation, yes. I see. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then here be no dragonette. Love that. Nothing. It means nothing. It's just bonkers. I like it. Um, so, yeah, and then they uh, they go to, um, and they basically just crash into a room, and there's a doctor who's just, like, kind of floating in space. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, his, his arm... Well, yeah, like, the first half of his arms and part of his, like, legs, um, but not quite up to his knee, is just, like, gone. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm a doctor, help me, I'm a doctor. It's kind of, like, weird that, like, people are, like, like, they have to, like, repeat phrases, it seems like. I'm like, is that, like, something? Or was that just, like, a coincidence between Jane and him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, then he starts freaking out because he can feel the scissorman messing with his hands. And cutting his thumb. And cutting his thumb, yeah. And then he blows up. And the scissormen break through. Um, and then Flint teleports them to, I would assume, outside the... Just outside the... Uh, yeah, the I mental think, hospital? Yes. Mental institution? Yeah, that's where they are. Um, yeah, you can actually tell that, that it's pretty well-designed architecture that um, the building that the guy fell out of is the same design in the background. Oh, yes, I see. Um, Man, they must have fixed that window pretty quick. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Um, yeah, and then, so as the scissormen descend upon the world, um, in Stuttgart... I don't know where Stuttgart is, but it must be a place. I'd, I'd, Germany. Oh, Germany? Okay. That's where uh, Loki showed up in Avengers. Ah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so all the clocks chime 15. Is that supposed to mean, like, because, like, it's supposed to chime, like, for how many hours it's been, but, like, there isn't a 15th hour? Is that what that means? Does that, well, yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah, like they chime 15 times, I think is what that's supposed to be saying. It's not like they don't say the number 15. Well, no, no, I, I know that. <laughs> I, what I'm trying to say, though, is it is it supposed to be weird because it's only supposed to chime 12 times, but it chimes 15. Yes, 12 times at most, like uh, based on like the rest of this page with like weird supernatural stuff happening. Yes, okay. that I, is. I thought it was weird because it said simultaneously, and I'm like... Wasn't that supposed that to be That is also kind of odd. <laughs> but, like, well, I mean, like, yeah, if you get them all at the factory and set them all at the same time and then nothing else happens, then sure, they might go all at the same time. Yeah. But, like, before the advent of, like, nuclear or atomic clocks, then, like, it would be weird for all of your manually wound clocks to all time at the same time yeah, and that, that makes sense because like you know it seemed I, like i can't think of like a specific example but there's 
like I can think of like rooms full of clocks going off, you know, and they're they're always like you can hear each individual one like being like different at different times, you know. But like if they were all wound exactly, then it would just be a really loud, you know, <laughs> chime <laughs> all at once. It'd just be like a really high volume. Oh gotcha. Um and then in Kyoto. Four stainless steel pyramids are found rotating five feet above the ground, which I don't know what that even means. Like, yeah. what, what's so supernatural about Pyramids that? are magic. That's that's all it is, really, is just pyramids are magic. Don't worry yeah. about it. Like, I mean, th- this girl that's, like, in front of the door, like, in the, in the pyramids are in front of her, it's, like... She seems pretty concerned, but, like, really, she has it probably easy. I mean, actually, the clocks are pretty easy, too. <laughs> the clocks and the pyramids, like, not too bad. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a... Also not too bad. <laughs> In Patagonia, a library is discovered uh, that contains books that are unknown and unreadable. Yeah. So... And well, then probably I mean, the worst. How do they know that? <laughs> well, they I it. mean, if they can't read them, then <laughs> that's what I mean. It could just be like books from somewhere else. Like they know only a few languages, probably. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I can't read it. Oh well. <laughs> uh, in jo- Johannesburg, a little girl named Harriet inexplicably <laughs> catches fire. Spontaneous combustion. Ugh. Yeah. And then, so this is in Iceland? Reykjavik? Oh, yeah, Reykjavik. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, three shadows come to life and murder their owners. Now that's pretty. That one, the last two are pretty uh, messed up. Yeah. That's, that's pretty supernatural. So, like. I think escalating a little yeah. bit. I could be wrong, but, like, isn't that a thing in, like, the original, like, Peter Pan, where, like, the shadow is, like, kind of evil? Yeah. I think that is. That's true. Okay. <laughs> and then in Lu- that might have something to do with it. It's just like more like weird occult kind of magic stuff. But yeah. Um, in London, Madam Peter Tuc- fights his shadow and then makes friends with it again. <laughs> That's all I remember. Um, in London, Madam Tussauds' wax figure of John Lennon begins to bleed from bullet wound. Stigmata. What is stigmata? Stigmata, yeah. That's a biblical, just like, uh, the wound that Jesus got. Oh. It's, um, yeah, so it's like sympathetic bleeding. If, like, if you're doing it for, like, magical reasoning. Uh, then, like, you put, like, pig's blood is usually, like, the most commonly used. Like, you put it on your palms and such. Gotcha. Um, that's like a, I don't know, that just reminded me of Supernatural. When it was a wax figure of Abe Lincoln, when he killed somebody. We can't talk about Supernatural three shows in a row. We just can't. Yeah. Instead, I'll say that reminds me of Gravity Falls. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There we go. In that show. I haven't watched Gravity Falls. In that show, a bunch of wax figures come to life and murder a different wax figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then well, now it's it... just making me think of the Magnus archives. <laughs> hey, that's also good. Online. Can wax figures murder if they should be alive in the first place? Jake, it sounds like you're asking a question that has a legit debate with it, but the answer is <laughs> like, okay, but like, because like obviously you can't murder an inanimate object, 
but like if a bunch if a bunch of animate objects or inanimate objects become animate and murder another or render another used to be inanimate object back to inanimate <laughs> is that murder um i'm going to say while there is no legal precedent <laughs> for it morally yes <laughs> um if they if they eat the other one is that cannibalism mm. i would say yes yes mm. what if it's a different kind of wax um mm. as long as then you've just been nitpicking yeah yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> Um, okay, but, like, if you break it down, human meat is just, like, you know, amino acids and such, and so is, like, cow meat. Okay, no, but actually, like, I'm making a rule right here and now. Supernatural <laughs> and cannibalism is banned on this show. <laughs> oh, come on! That's, like, my whole thing! Man, you ruined my fun. <laughs> anyway. The last panel is um, talking about in Rome, in Leningrad, in Darwin. Uh, it says the floor do- the door flew open. In he ran, the great long red-legged scissor man. Now, here's what I didn't know. This is a reference that will later be referenced of, uh, what is, how, how do you say it? Struhl Bell Pater. Yeah, Struhl Bell Pater, which is a children's book that um, is like the second most popular uh Aside from Grim Fairy Tales, or like right below Grim Fairy Tales, which is interesting. But um, yeah, uh, I forgot. This is from that book, but this is not what they referenced. Okay, yeah. I thought I kind of just skimmed over that. So, like, this wasn't like a very, like, you know, researched thought, I guess. Mm. But I just thought that it was um, Peter and the Wolf. Mm hmm. But I think I'm wrong about that now because I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but before we go on, mm-hmm. we shall take our break. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, but we'll be right back. Um, mm-hmm. this is the comic panel. Um, on KSUA ninety one point five, we are reading Doom Patrol issues nineteen through twenty two. Um, by Grant Morrison. Um, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the comic panel on KSUA 91.5 FM. Um, this week we have been reading and talking about Doom Patrol issues 19 to 22, written by Grant Morrison. Um, so, continuing our discussion... We are looking at issue number 21 called Worlds Colli- or Worlds in Collision. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. So, um, this one, I was like a little shocked because I was all like, okay, they're in Kansas City. How did they get there? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really explain that. Just kind of like... Yeah, they just kind of like end up in Kansas City, which I guess is how most people find themselves in Kansas City. I just I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and just say that the mental institution was in Kansas City and they just entered the town. Yeah. But I, was it in Kansas City, Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri? 
I don't I mean, know. It doesn't make any distinction. It just says Kansas City. Yeah, whichever one Grand Central Station is in, which I thought that was in like Pennsylvania or something, or New York, or I don't know. Yeah, I thought GCT was also in New York, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Main Street. <laughs> no, it's definitely a specific place. That's, wait, no. What do you mean? <laughs> Um, you could have Main Street anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was confusing. But like, also apparently, like that—that's another thing, though. Ma, like, is that canon that uh, the Doom Patrol headquarters used to be in Grand Central Station, but the Grand Central Station in Kansas City? Because <laughs> that. Oh no no! It's Union Station. Oh, Union Station. Okay. Mm. Oh yeah. I still don't think Kansas City, either in Kansas or in Missouri, has that good of, like, a public transit situ- uh, situation. It does in this world. Like, they might the have some buses, but I don't think they have, like, a terminal that can double as, like, a jet plane launch station. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it's interesting. It says Worlds in Collision and then Union Station. I see, I see the, the motif there. Is there? Is there? A way I don't think that's that no. Yeah. No. Talk I'm gonna say no. Union. Yeah. I think. Yeah, but it was called Union Station before. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're gonna move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, basically, Robot Man is taking Jane to what used to be the headquarters of the Doom Patrol, um, which is apparently in a. Popular train station. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, we assume. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I am going to assume because that's what it seems like to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically, he's all like, uh, "Of course, nobody's here. The Doom Patrol is dead." And it turns out that they left a note for him. Yeah. Yeah, which like I don't know why you just like leave a note at your last secret base. To give directions to your next secret base. Hey, isn't and it, it seems like, like they gotta, just walk in. Isn't it like you gotta tell you gotta tell people where you're going? You gotta forward them your new address. <laughs> they gotta make yeah, sure when you're moving there. into a new house to get your mail forwarded, you're not. When Batman sets up a new Batcave, he doesn't get all his bills forwarded to it. Like it's just a new secret base. Except for his bat credit card. I think the secret base part. Yeah. Secret base is a very important keyword yeah. there. I mean, granted, who who except for members of the Doom Patrol would believe it? I mean, fair, I guess. All the criminals would just look at it and say, no, th- no way they're, they're that dumb. Yeah. I want to I find it. So... So wait, so there's Kansas City in in which two states? It shares. It's like a it's a bisected city. Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. Oh really? I didn't oh. know that. Why? It's separated by a river, I think. Well, okay. So Missouri was a state before Kansas, and so they made that that Kansas City, and then Kansas became a state, and then had can and then also made a Kansas City. It was just like a part of it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. All I know is like Kansas City, Missouri came before Kansas City, Kansas. And like there's a whole thing with like how Kansas got to statehood and whether it would be like it would be a slave owning state or a non-slave owning state. It was a whole big thing in pre-Civil War America. 
was like a big deal. And then there was like the Missouri Compromise. No, it was both. It was after the Missouri Compromise, I think. I see. Okay. It, yeah, it's a whole thing, but part part of like the twenty year lead up to the American Civil War. Cool. Uh, so you're saying that I mean obviously it was longer than that, but Island? no, none of them. Are what close. about Rhode Island? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, there is not a Kansas City, Rhode Island. I can guarantee that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, basically that is where apparently the next base of operations of the Doom Patrol is. This is in Rhode Island. And then the Scissor Men find Cliff and Jane, and um, they basically just like, you know, throw stuff at them and run mm -hmm. away. And then they find a, a jet plane. And uh, Yeah, that's another thing. The Doom Patrol just left their version of the Blackbird just sitting there. <laughs> For anybody to jump in? <laughs> well, no. Just like they left a note, they, it was for the original members of the Doom Patrol to find out where they are now. Okay, let me let me just put it out this way: If any other superhero did this to the secret base, not only would their next secret base be like uh, attacked, but also like all of the tools that they left there would be used to attack them. <laughs> yeah. Like. There's, like, I mean, that story where, like, somebody, like, in the Spider-Man universe, where, like, somebody stumbles upon, like, the Hobgoblin's old lair, and it's like, I guess I'll become the Hobgoblin, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's brilliant. Somebody has to use all these secret weapons. <laughs> yeah, he's got these bombs and this cool flying stuff, and the costume's, like, right there. Back to, like, going back to, like, Batman, like, if Batman changed where his bat cave was, and he was, like... Now, in case you need to find me, here's a note, and also, I've left my old Batmobile here. <laughs> Just so you could get me there, get there that much faster. <laughs> that way you don't have to take a taxi. Yeah, yeah. it's already in the GPS and the automated driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like this, the, yeah, this really feels like something that would happen in like a Deadpool comic when you like kind of overanalyze it, like the art, like it's like... Uh, and then, so Jane turns into black and this, and I didn't notice that she kind of got like Sabretooth and Wolverine going on. Like she has claws and the knives. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, who's that other Lady Deathstrike is who that reminded me more of. She's yeah. the one with like the, in X2, yeah. with like the adamantium like fingernails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like attacking them. That's what I got, but I can see where you got because it, it's all Weapon X stuff, yeah. which is dumb. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Also, I just appreciated how like Cliff's narration is like, and then something weird happened, and I'm like, this isn't already weird. <laughs> like... <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, tur uh, turns out that the scissor everything man... was pretty normal up to there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turns out the scissormen are basically paper mache. No, nothing inside of them. Yeah, they're they're kind of like what they leave behind. Where like when they take somebody out, it's just like kind of empty space. They just happen to be wearing like a jumpsuit. <laughs> mm. Empty space jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're like paper mache. If like you touched it, and it would give you like a million paper cuts. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a leaf blower, I guess. Well, they used a flamethrower. <laughs> 
Yeah, a rocket ship <laughs> flamethrower. Also, yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, this is giving me some big uh, Paper Mario vibes. <laughs> no, you're going to have to explain more. Oh, well, have you, have you ever played a Paper Mario game? Nope. No. So, yeah, basically, it's... It's a you know a platformer, a Mario platformer, but you know everybody's made out of paper, and you know, so like they use that in like clever mechanics for the game, and so like this okay, would, this would seem like something that would plausibly happen—a villain being able to cut you out of the world. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like turning into bits of paper. Like I mean. We, I was just playing uh, Paper Mario Origami King, um, not mad, and um, basically like there's paper mache like enemies that you like that that explode into confetti. You defeat them. Okay, so is everything made of paper in that universe? Yes. It's some. Okay, some so it's like the. Sometimes there's cardboard. So it's like the gingerbread man, like, conundrum. Like, is he made of house? Is the house made of flesh? Um, that I, kind I of... I would go back to your wax man example. Um, oh, it's different paper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There is boats in Paper Mario, though, right? Huh? Don't. <laughs> but, but this is a bad tangent. No, but, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. Continuing, yeah. <laughs> um, they fly away, and they find Niles and Joshua. Yeah, basically, they're they're in um, Mount Justice. That's what it's called, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they don't say Mount Justice, but also, like, it's a mountain that used to belong to the Justice League. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's Mount Justice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, yep. they're prior base of operations. Mm-hmm. I like how the, like, he was all like, yeah, the government wanted to store, like, toxic waste in here. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but like, we moved it instead. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure it was, like, offshore, you know, away from people. I guess? I don't know. It still seems like there's better places to store your toxic waste. Mm -hmm. It seems irresponsible. They, You're right. They do that all the time, though, unfortunately, in reality. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's better than putting it in the oceans, like, real life, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> still, like, you know, it just seems like, you know, you'd get, like, a, a spare piece of kryptonite in there that somebody left behind, and then suddenly you have a new kryptonite man or something. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what kryptonite needs, is to be more radioactive. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel, It's Comic Time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at The underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.